This week was dark. It could be that as of last Wednesday, we hadn't had an official sunny day since November 30th. It could be that the local news seems to be filled more and more with shootings and violence. It could be the incessant arguing and blaming in the other Washington. Dark, gloomy, despairing. We need light. We need hope. We need epiphany. By coincidence of geography, this season of revelation happens while we are in our darkest days and some of our longest nights. Epiphany is a season of light, of light breaking in, when the brightness of God's love and grace spreads like sunlight at dawn, spreads across the sky. Light that unfailingly returns, like God's promises to be with us, to shelter us, to love and forgive us. Light that spreads and brightens until the whole sky is filled with a glorious brightness. Or at least I think that I remember that's how it happens. In Epiphany, we celebrate that the light and salvation promised in the yet small human being of Jesus is for every person. For those who waited faithfully for a promised Messiah to restore the glory of God's people, Israel, and for those who know nothing of those promises, but who find themselves in dark and despair. God's light reaches every corner of the globe, shines into every crack and chip, warming and inviting every single person to come to know God's grace and forgiveness. Epiphany is about light and about the hope that light brings. Light brings the promise of warmth, of seeds germinating, of growth and new life. Light lifts our spirits. It lifts our eyes to see it reflected in the world around us. Light breaks through our darkness, illuminating our options for ways forward. We lift our eyes to the horizon and the brightening sky above. We hope for the future we can glimpse, finally glimpse in the light. We hope for ourselves, for our children, our communities, even our planet. We hope for life and generativity, for the expanse of God's love to be known and lived, for peace and justice. Hope. Light brings hope. Hope, by definition, is future-oriented. What we hope for may be rooted in the present, but hope itself always looks with longing and faith to the future.
Living from a place of hope takes courage. Courage to think and believe and act as though the world can be different and as though we have a role in changing it. And hope takes faith. Faith in ourselves, faith in our community, and faith in our God. Mary and Joseph, the nearly unnamed parents of Jesus, bring a six-week-old baby to the temple in Jerusalem in an act of hope and courage and faith. They bring their firstborn son to be dedicated to God In thanksgiving for his safe birth and for the gift of a son, they faithfully offer his life to God's purposes. In the temple, they encounter, separately, Simeon and Anna, who are both hopefully awaiting the fulfillment of God's promises of consolation and redemption to Israel. Simeon recognizes something special in the baby and sings a song of prophecy fulfilled. God's salvation incarnate in this baby come to shine light and hope in a world filled with despair and violence. And then Simeon blesses that astonished family. In a separate encounter, Anna, a widow who lives in the temple, begins praising God and telling how this baby will bring redemption to Jerusalem. Hope. Hope fulfilled. Hope for a different future. Mary and Joseph brought the infant Jesus to the temple in an act of faith and hope. They came for a blessing on his life and to offer him to God, perhaps not even recognizing the significance of that offering. Their hope for Jesus is a hope for his life to be long, for his health and strength. Hope looking to the future with courage and faith. And then they return home to Nazareth, where Jesus grew and became strong, filled with wisdom, and the favor of God was upon him. Like Mary and Joseph, we live in faithful hope. We gather in community to celebrate life's milestones and accomplishments. We ask God's blessing on us and our loved ones. We join our lives together with others to change something, to change our society, to change what seems unjust and unfair. And sometimes, like Jesus' parents, not fully recognizing the courage of our faithful actions. In hope, we come here. 
We gather together to praise God, to profess our shared faith, to pray for the world and for one another. We ask for that promised forgiveness from God and peace with our neighbor just before we offer ourselves, our whole lives, to be dedicated to God. Every time we come to worship. And then we share a meal that unites us with one another, with all faithful people, and with God in common purpose to live our lives individually and corporately, proclaiming the grace and salvation promised by God for all people. Gathering with community is an act of courage and maybe even a little subversive because it tells the world we have hope. Hope to keep worshiping like Simeon and Anna, who continued to look for signs of God's presence and promises. Hope to keep our eyes raised to the light that comes, to not let the heavy darkness of this world take our focus away from the promise of salvation, even as we work together to create God's promised community here and now. We are called to live lives, courageous and faithful lives of hope, to live lives of love, to live like it's possible to live in a society where we recognize Christ in all people. And Christ is recognized in us. A society where all immigrants are welcomed and nurtured like long lost family where our planet and all its ecosystems and creatures are precious, where our LGBTQ siblings are treated with dignity and respect, always and everywhere, where public discourse is courteous and we can disagree without resorting to verbal violence, where all God's children every single human being have safe shelter, plentiful food, clean water, medicine, and companions for the journey. That's what it looks like when the brightness of Christ spreads to every corner of the earth, to every person, without questioning their religion or social class or country of origin or any of those other things that we use to separate ourselves. In January, three years ago, a local shop in my neighborhood put up a simple sign. It's painted in shades of gray on a sheet of plywood and mounted on the side of a brick building. It says, Love will win. That sign is an act of hope, a proclamation of courage and faith. One might even say, a beacon of light. 
In the midst of darkness and gloom, our eyes are drawn to light. The light of hope for a future in which God's love is known and shared with all people. All people. Light that gives us courage to faithfully dedicate our lives to sharing that message, to proclaiming that love will win.